today's Tips Tuesday session, we are focusing on a topic that is trending very much right now, and that is around bite-sized content. And bite-sized content is about producing stuff that is able to be seen. And you've only got to think about it like food. Let's think about it like food. It has to be snackable. It has to be something that people can take and they can do and they can intake and look at and engage with within a few seconds or within the, you know, about that 60 to 90 second mark. And that's what bite-sized content is all about. Now, the beautiful thing when it comes to bite-sized content for, co- for content creators, for business owners like us, once you learn how to make bite-sized content, it is actually really easy to produce. And quite often it is coming from the content that you actually already have created out there. So it might come from blog posts, it might come from social media posts, it might even come from videos like this. So you might be doing a video and then you're able to take little pieces out of it and make it into bite-sized content for you and your business. So I'm absolutely excited to get started on this Tips Tuesday session and we are going to explore, as I said, the the, the, the power of bite-sized con- content and snackable content. Okay, so a recent study by Microsoft, which you may have already seen in the description, found that the average human's attention span is now shorter than goldfish. So, you know, we do, a goldfish can focus for about nine seconds. And what the study found was that humans are focusing for about eight seconds. And that actually affects how we react when we're putting our content out there. It affects, especially in the world of social media, where we're scrolling and we're moving through. We really do have less than 10 seconds to break that person's preoccupation about what they're scrolling or looking for and stand out and get attention. So that is the first thing when it comes to bite-sized content. So what it means for us when it comes to bite-sized content too is it means that we can create shorter forms of content. We can repurpose our larger forms of content and we can get more out of the content we are creating. Now, we only have to think about the social channels push right now for bite-sized video. You know, Instagram's loving reels and they're pushing reels. TikTok came out last year and they are, you know, that short, you know, 60 second pieces of content. And then you've got YouTube bringing out short and we then not to forget about the world of stories. So Facebook stories, LinkedIn stories, Instagram stories, stories are popping up everywhere. So this form of bite-sized content is definitely going to be here for the next little while when we start looking at it. So how do we tap into that? How do we make sure that we're making the most of it? What does it mean for us when we are going to be creating our pieces of bite-sized content? We need to be creating stuff that people can read and share. Now, with the algorithms obviously pushing up bite-sized content, it also means that that content is likely to be more seen. And being snackable or being bite-sized, it means that people can actually consume it in maybe that two or three minutes that they have in between a phone call or in between looking at something else, and they can remember it. And because it is bite-sized and it's a short, sharp tip or a short, sharp piece of content, they're more likely to engage with it and they're more likely to share it. And that is even better when it comes to us because most people are now consuming their social media on mobile devices and that means that 60% of our their content is actually spent 60% of the time on social media is actually spent on a mobile device so we want those you know short crisp images those short sharp videos the stuff that they can take while they're doing other stuff and those for us uh, who are mums you've just got to think about well you know what school pickup is like how much short bite of bite-sized content you can't control can um how much bite-sized content can you consume when you're at pickup time? You know, you're waiting for the kids. They're still not there. You can watch another video if it's bite-sized. If it's a 20 or 30-minute video, you're going to delay it and you're going to watch it another moment in time. So it is all about bite-sized content. And even my talk podcast, although it's not particularly bite-sized, 
we do keep the episodes down to being short, you know, 10 to 15 minute episodes at the absolute maximum to allow people to be able to engage with that content in an easy and simple format. So they're not having to, you know, carve out a whole heap of time so they can do it on a short drive and, you know, and take that content in within podcasts. So even podcasts are moving towards this bite-sized content. So what are some bite-sized content ideas that, that you can use and roll out in your marketing today? Okay, you can do your top tips. Now, you've seen most probably some coaches out there doing the dance around with TikTok. Now, while I'm not a big dancing around, although I was a dancer, not a big dancing around person when it comes to TikTok, what we've seen and worked successfully in-house here is creating things like YouTube Shorts. And we're actually doing a full-on how-to session in the marketing session circle tomorrow about YouTube Shorts and how do you tap into that form of so short-form video and really tap into it. Hey, Joe, how are you? Lovely to see you here today. So it is a really good session that we're going to delve into tomorrow. So if you're not a Marketing Circle member, please feel free to jump in and join us in the Marketing Circle because even if it's after this video has been run, we are still going to have that replay up there on that short-form content that will really help you. I'll come back and pop a link in later for everyone on how to join us in that one. So you can show your top tips. So you might just go live. You might share some top tips. Then you might use a video editor. So you're going to do that short 60 second video, you might use stickers in the video editors. And I'm going to include some tools at the end of this that will help you be able to create those sorts of things. And I've put them up in the description as well. So you can see the description links. Now we do have affiliate relationships with some of these partners because we love their tools so much. We decided we would promote them as well. And that does mean we get a small kickback, but it doesn't affect my recommendation. These are actually the tools that we use when we're creating short form content here in-house. And one of them I used to create my video intro this morning. So if you can guess which one that one is, the new video intro for Tips Tuesday, I use that particular tool to create that one as well. So if anyone can guess that one, I'm going to give you a bonus points for, for today. I'd love to hear that, that one. Okay, so what we're looking at is our short uh, tips and short, sharp memes. And I apologize, guys, I've had an ear infection. So I'm going to refer to my notes. I'm going to bring them right up in front of me here. Product walkthroughs or how-tos, you know, like how to connect things. If you've got a product or demonstration and you can speed it up because not all short-form video needs to be in normal time. If you can show a behind-the-scenes moment maybe of styling something or setting something up or how to use your product, you can do a time-lapse and run that down to a 60-second video. So it might have been a 15- or 20-minute setup but you can run a short time lapse and be able to do it that way. You can highlight that you've got a new blog post by using the Instagram stories or the reels and talk about the latest blog post, you know, new blog on the website. These, these are the top tips that you're going to take away. So you can either make it a story and make it about a couple of images or you can make it a short video. You can highlight your podcast episode. The Headliner app is amazing for this. You can go and have little audio waveforms created that you can roll out to both your YouTube channel if you want to and, you know, run a shorts, or you can roll out to Instagram stories, or you can roll out to reels, or you can run them as an Instagram post and use that short form content to be able to connect with your people. So to promote what you're already doing. So promote the content you're already doing. And what bite-sized content allows us to do in these ways is provide those tips, provide those knowledge and provide that expertise to our people in a short form so that they can want to know more and they can want to learn more from us. And then they head off to our YouTube channel, our full YouTube channel, or they head off to our blog, or they head off to the podcast to listen to it from there. It's all, bite-sized content is all about creating interest to want to know more. And if you can get that formula right, then it's a good traffic generator for your business as well. You can promote larger campaigns. So you can, you know, show some behind the scenes of some workshops as well, any giveaways, any online events that you might have, you might highlight prizes as well, and just run some highlights those ways. 
some other good ways to use short form content is your testimonials. Get talking to your people and get some short, sharp videos about what working it was like, what was like with you. Talk about what was one key thing that you learnt, and you know, create a template, create a video format, and be able to put those things out into your Instagram reels, into your stories, into your YouTube shorts, so that people can get a short, sharp feel of what it's like to work with you as well. Okay, so there's some ideas when it comes to creating bite-sized content. There's some bite-sized content tools, which, as I said, is included up in the description for you there. One is Lumen5, and Lumen5 takes text and it converts it into video. And now, thanks to Lumen5, you can also voice that over as well. So you can take your top tips in text format, and that can even come from a blog post, and then just roll them out to people so that they can connect with, and you can use it on Instagram stories. Not getting a good result with Lumen5 on uh, YouTube Shorts, but your Instagram stories, your Reels, Pinterest to be able to put short form video out in Pinterest and just some series and tips which leads to video. Pinterest is also prioritizing video at the moment. So it's another good channel to be able to look at it. Um, so Lumen5 is a text to video type situation. And they've got stop media in there that you can put with your videos. So you've got photos and you've got video along the way. One that I am loving to use and I'll give away the tool that I use to create my intro right now is Wave. Wave is a great video tool and very simple and easy to use. And it's got some great templates for counting down things or creating awareness around a product or a service or a new blog post. So if you haven't had a check out of Wave, go and have a look at it. It's quite a funky little video tool in there. And they've got the templates in it for you to help along the way. My other favorite tool when it comes to creating little social ads or social promos is Animoto. And Animoto has been in my toolkit a long time. Almost, oh gosh, I hate to say. I'm not going to say because I'm going to back off it because I'm not exactly sure how long, but I'm reckoning it's coming close to possibly even eight or 10 years that we've been using Animoto. Animoto is great. Once again, it's got stock imagery in there that you can use, but they've got templated videos so that you can create your Pinterest, your Instagram stories, your highlights, your top tips, and put some funky little photos and some images in there to help you along the way. And as I said, Animoto is great. We've used it to create lots of intro videos. You can upload your own media. You can upload your own media to Wave as well. And it's a very handy tool when it comes to creating videos. What I love about Animoto and both Wave is you can resize the videos. So you can do a 16.9 like we are in here right now, go through to a square for Instagram, then do the, the portrait styles for both uh, YouTube and for Instagram Reels and, you know, for TikTok if you're in using TikTok. Now, I'm not a TikTok girl. I just found that it wasn't my market, but I can see how it works for lots of creative business owners in particular. So, you know, if you're working with TikTok, you know, congratulations and good on you for doing that. The other one when it comes to bite-sized content, and remember, but what bite-sized content needs to be video, is Missing Letter. And Missing Letter takes your blog post and it creates social media posts. And social media posts in their true form, in the short form that they are, are bite-sized content. So it's about creating a short, sharp post that your people will engage with and read your blog. Now, they do that both in, you know, being able to create the images. They also do that in being able to put, create quote bubbles. So they create the, the post itself, quote bubbles. You can put your images with it. And Missing Letter also has an image library now that you can tap into to being able to use that um, put different other images and, and GIFs and MEMS when it comes to those sorts of things as well. Canva is a great one for bite-sized content. If you can create testimonial graphics um, and, you know, take those key quotes out of testimonials that people have given you, uh, you can create your top tips, you can create templates, you can create bite-sized content that leads off to blog posts. Canva is a great tool that has been in our design kit for many, many years here right now. 
I mentioned Headliner when we were talking about creating audio waves for your podcast. Headliner, where you can start with for free. So if you're doing nothing else and you're a podcaster today, go and create some bite-sized content of your podcast with Headliner. Um, and Headliner takes the audio that you've got it takes the podcast graphics, you do a little bit of template setup and it creates audiograms and audio waves. And if you've seen the Business Conversations podcast or some of the talk ones on my channels or on Instagram, we use it that way. We create the bite-sized content and then we're saying LinkedIn, link in bio to create interest for people to want to listen more. And if they, those audiograms are presented as videos, so it looks great for you when it comes to the algorithms or prioritizing video right now. The WordSwag is another good app that I use on my phone. I love WordSwag. It creates text. It puts great images in. It's very good for memes. It's very good for motivational stuff. They've actually got a library full of motivational tips that you don't even have to think about. You can just go and stylize and put into your own brand, and that works really well. And then for our shorts videos, the tool I've been using the most is, apart from recording on my smartphone, is Filmora and Filmora Go. And I've been using those because they're able, we're able to edit, we're able to put stickers on, there's really cool transition effects, and I don't have to leave the phone to do it. So it's all going through the phone. And if you do want to, as I said, want to find out how we're doing that, the marketing circle, we're going to have a full how-to session and the replay will also be available if you can't make it. But if you can make it tomorrow, come in live because I always ask more, more questions live. But if you, the replay session will be there, which will be talked to you about how we break those bright-sized content pieces up and how we're actually going to tap into YouTube shorts. Bite-sized tips. Make sure that your content is regrammable. So if you're using Instagram for a particular, then it's simple that someone can share it to their Instagram story. You know, it's motivational. It encourages action and it encourages content to be able to share. Keep your content fresh when it comes to using bite-sized content by using those trending topics that are around you. So it could be spring. We're coming into autumn now. So you should might be looking at autumn and autumn healthkeeping opportunities or autumn styles or things we should be looking at in marketing in our business in autumn. So look at those trending topics that you have because when we're talking about short-form content, especially when we're talking about YouTube and YouTube shorts, they're looking for short, obviously the shorts hashtag, but they're also looking for content that relates to trending hashtags and those things right now. Use your hashtags, okay? Use those hashtags that link all this content together. Make sure that if you're doing stuff on Facebook with short shorts, you're using your stories and you're putting the, the short, sharp videos into those spaces as well and mix it in with your other content. We can't become just a shorts only, a bite-sized content only production team. We need to make sure that we've got blog posts, we've got long form content, we've got lots of things out there because marketing, just like course creation, comes into attracting and working with the learning styles that we have and some people will be bite-sized. Some people will want more information and others will want just enough to keep them going. And sometimes it's our bite-sized content that is what I call the billboard content, the stuff that continually flashes up against people's mind. And if you brand it and you've got it looking like you and people go, okay, that's your content they start to know you and they start to create that know, like, and trust factor. And that's what's really you know, important when it comes to bite-sized pieces of content. So I'm going to challenge everyone today to go and create some bite-sized pieces of content, whether it's a top tip that you put into Canva, whether it's taking a podcast and making a headliner graphic out of it, whether it's taking one of your top tips and recording them into YouTube shorts or reels, go and create a piece of bite-sized content 
but create more than one. Create a couple so that it can all add to your network and you can create a library and bank of bite-sized pieces of content that you can use throughout your business. Thank you for joining me for another Tips Tuesday session. If you would like to dive further into marketing with me, then come and join us in the Marketing Circle. It is my inner circle. It is my membership. It is my community where we talk all things marketing. You get access to my full course library and a dedicated members-only area where I teach you different things on marketing. And we meet also for Q&A once a month where we get to talk all things marketing and you get to ask me your marketing questions. I will see you next week for Tips Tuesday. Thanks for joining me. I'm Linda Reed Enever. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talk with Linda Reed Enever. Make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app so you don't miss the next great episode. You can find more ideas and inspiration at lindareedenever.com.au.